It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, and the season is officially here. Avalanche hockey begins tonight. Kyle and I are going to discuss how we feel the season will go for the Avs. They're not done dealing. They made a move, a surprise. Well, I don't know if there's really a surprise one, a good one at that. And we will give our Stanley Cup predictions right now on Locked on Avalanche. Your Locked on Avalanche, your daily podcast on the Colorado Avalanche. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, everybody. Hockey season is finally back in full force. And thank you for tuning in to the Locked On Avalanche Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And thank you for making this your first listen of the day. That is always appreciated. I am your host, Chris Maselli. With me, as always, Mr. Shaggy Von Doom, Kyle Sullivan. Make sure to follow us on our social media outlets, LOP and underscore Avalanche on Twitter, X, Locked On Avalanche on Instagram. Questions, comments, concerns, and opinions, LockedOnAvalanche at gmail.com. And follow us on our YouTube channel over on YouTube. Hit subscribe, get notified when a new show goes live. Definitely subscribe to our subtext as well. Link to that is in the show notes below. And when you do, you chat with Kyle and I one-on-one and have your comments read on the air like we will get to a little bit later when we predict uh, what, what we feel like the Avalanche will do uh, in the Central. I have to do this first, too, Kyle, because my daughter made me. She said, make sure you show this to Kyle. So this is oh. her Avalanche bear. If you're watching on uh, YouTube, she said, make sure you show that to Kyle before we get the, uh, the show going. She said she's going to watch to make sure I showed you this. So there you go. Absolutely love it. <laughs> um, all right, sir. Let's start. If you're looking at a rundown, we'll get to our Stanley Cup predictions a little bit later. Um, but we're going to start with uh, another move, two moves that the Avalanche made um, in some depth here that they're getting in uh, goalie. They, for goal, they claimed off the waiver wire. This is coming from Arizona, uh, Ivan Prosvitov. And uh, I don't know if you want. Well, we'll throw them out there and talk about them individually. Um, and then the other one, which I think is is the the bigger one and better one, if you ask me, uh, Caleb Jones goes from Carolina to the Avalanche for Cal Burke. And the interesting thing with that deal is Carolina doesn't have an AHL team. They had one last year, but they that they decided to go independent. They no longer want to be affiliated with them. So they don't have an AHL team, so they send their players to different clubs to play for their AHL team. They sent uh, Caleb Jones to the Avalanche, what, two days ago? And because he's got to play somewhere, so they they send him to, to the Eagles to play. And then they make a deal for him for Cal Burke. So technically, Cal Burke doesn't have to leave. He's traded, but he stays right where he is because he's he's now part of the the Carolina Hurricanes who don't have an NHL affiliate, so he just stays right where he is. So how weird is that, man? You get traded and you don't leave. You're you're talking about the NHL, right? This is this <laughs> is just stuff we have to accept. It's weird. It's weird. I want to start with that deal because I really like that move. And and I, if you ask me, I think Caleb Jones is going to be your 
everyday star. I, I want to think that. I just don't feel like Jack Johnson is going to hold up over the course of a season. And I think Caleb Jones is perfect for a third defenseman pairing because where he came from, not, not with Carolina, with Chicago, yeah, he was playing more than he should have been there. He was playing top pairing minutes and, and he was playing well above what his pay grade was um, and doing an okay job at it, considering everything, especially with <clears> that team. So having done that, going from, from, from that playing above what you're expected to do. And now if you just come to the avalanche, you p- play on a, a third pairing, I, I kind of like this move, man. I think this is a sneaky, good move for the avalanche long-term. You're thinking of the, the season in full right here when you make this move. And it would not surprise me if by the end of the year, he's your your everyday D-man for this team. Yeah, and I like what you were saying about Caleb Jones. Like he was averaging 19 minutes and 37 yeah. seconds between that's Chicago crazy. and Edmonton. Yeah. So, I mean, that's automatically exactly what you want for a, you know, I, probably that third. Oh, absolutely. Third. Yeah. But to the Jack Johnson comment, he's already taken a puck to the face and had to get five <laughs> stitches yeah. the day before the season starts. Oh, poor guy. So, like, it was a perfect signing at the perfect time. And, yes, it's it's a Jones boy. We get Popeye Jones's son. Mm-hmm. Everything mm-hmm. is right in the world again. It's yeah. one of those avalanche signings that it just feels right. And I'm really curious to see where this goes. He has a lot of potential. Mm-hmm. And again, the avalanche effect. I would like to see what he does with whatever pairing they put him on. What I mean, it would be the third pairing. So it'll be who's on that pairing with him, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. We'll 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 see where this goes, but I I I kind of I really like the move. I really like it. And his deal in Carolina was a seven hundred seventy-five thousand dollar deal. So, was it that I thought? I thought it was like eight hundred or it was whatever. It was, we're talking yeah, about it was a low amount. I here. mean, it's a dirt cheap move. It's almost like drew in on defense. Yeah, a lot of potential for not a lot of money. Yeah, and and it's what they needed. Like they needed to to find that seventh D man. I don't really feel like they were comfortable with what they had. I think they like Malinsky, but I think they got to give him some time to marinate. Um, and you're, you're saying, you know, McDermott is a, a forward, although he's listed as a D man. If you look at their official roster right now, he's, he is listed as a D man. Um, I don't know. I, I just think he, he gives you a little bit more of what you would expect from an avalanche defenseman than those other guys. So we'll see where that goes. The goalie situation is another interesting one because we've known all along that they, have been looking for a backup. You used to stand in and got a good look in the preseason. And as of right now, we still don't really know who officially is the backup because apparently they're bringing all three of them um, to LA. And I mean, if you're used to, so are you a little bit like peeved here? Because you played pretty well during the preseason. I would say enough to be named the backup. And then at the last minute here, they go and, and pick up someone on the waiver wire and then send you down, but they've already brought him back up. So if you're used to Sandin, you got to be like, man, my head is spinning right now. But I, I, I don't know what to make of Ivan Prosvetov because he hasn't played a ton. And when he has, it hasn't been really that impressive. No, it's 
Honestly, this Prosvetov move feels almost like Keith Kincaid last year. It was a signing Just that a happened, and you yeah. never saw him. Yeah. I, I I feel like this is one of those, like, you were talking about Sam Oliski needing some marinating. That's always been the story around Eustace. He's always one or two years away every year. And you kind of feel like this move was kind of made. It doesn't affect a lot, but it's to back up Eustace unless he's not ready for that role. But I feel like it's also pushing him a little bit. Like if this is your role, like we have somebody else, it's not just given to you because of Frankie's injury. And what does this mean for Frankie? I was just going to bring that up. I, I think, I think this means that this is going to be longer than, than we anticipated for him, whatever his injury is. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, you're bringing in, honestly, Prozvatov, it's not like we're going to sit here and throw out numbers that are going to make you just wowed. And, and no, this is, this is a warm body that'll get you through. This is Michael Hutchinson 2.0. Yeah, we'll see. I, I don't know. Uh, this is another one that's just uh, the, all of the, these like issues we're talking about, the avalanche are depth moves, right? Yep. We're last year. We were talking about who's the two C this year. We're talking about who's their backup. Who's their third D pairing guy. Who's their seventh D man. Those are good problems to have right now for the avalanche heading into game number one against LA. Yeah. You can almost use snippets of the show and talk about locked dog Colorado Eagles because <laughs> the Eagles are deep as well. This is something you also like with the avalanche being this deep. We talked about the Eagles needing to, you know, kind of refine themselves. Mm-hmm. It's happening just by the talent being pushed down. Everybody's getting refined in Loveland. So things are sitting pretty good for the Colorado Avalanche. Yeah, you got to like it. So, um, all right, let's uh, get into our first break here. And then when we come back, we'll, we'll just talk about the season as a whole, how we feel like it is going to progress from now until the end for the Avs. So we will get to that next. But first, we want to talk about Sleeper and the Sleeper app. And like we said, we all know the NHL season is finally here. I don't know if you were watching any of the action on Tuesday, Kyle, but man, that that Tampa and Nashville game, <clears throat> that was getting me pumped. That that was a fantastic game. Great yeah, game. Yeah, and, and you got Bedard's debut against Pittsburgh. It doesn't get any it. better. I cannot love it. Uh, <clears throat> and, and, you know, for Avalanche fans, are they going to have the season that we hope? Let's let's see how this plays out. But we absolutely love the NHL and we know that you do, too. And that's why we want to tell you about the Sleeper app. Sleeper app is officially is the official daily fantasy app of the Lockdown NHL Network. And it's our go to for daily fantasy sports and especially daily fantasy hockey with Sleeper. You can win 100 times your cash on daily fantasy. And the NHL has never been more exciting than it is right now. With some studs of the league, you might know them as Kale McCars, Nathan McKinnon's, Miko Rantanen's, take your pick and just pick more or less on the stats for these stars and stats like goals, assists, assists or saves, plus minus and more. And then you can get 100 times your payout on Sleeper. So start paying attention and get your picks right and you could win big. Use the promo code locked on NHL. And you'll get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. That's locked on NHL as the promo code. And you can see the sleepers terms of use for details. Definitely go check them out. And the show is also sponsored by BetterHelp. And do you ever feel like your brain is getting in its own way? 
like you know what you should do, what's good for you, but you just can't do it. Therapy helps you figure out what's holding you back so you can work for yourself instead of against yourself. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Make your brain your friend with BetterHelp. So visit betterhelp.com slash locked on NHL to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash locked on NHL. What's up, guys? Trey Matthews of Locked on Devils here. And let me tell you about Discover Debit Cash Back. Wings for the game? Boom, cash back. New lucky jersey? Boom, cash back. Even a last-minute ice run could score you some cash back when you use your debit card. And yes, we said debit card. With Discover Cashback Debit, everyone can earn cash back on everyday purchases. Look in sports, it's hard to predict who's taking the W, but you know what's a guaranteed win? Discover Cashback Debit. Oh, and did I mention there are no fees, period? I'm telling you, this one is a real game changer. Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. All right, before we get into the uh, the season kind of rundown that we think is going to go, I, I know we've talked about this many times in the past, Kyle, but I have to bring it up again. <clears throat> the scheduling for the NHL is atrocious. Uh, you have a triple header, which is great, on your opening night and i and i and i can't believe i'm about to defend the vegas golden knights here everydayers know that this could be sacred what is going on uh do not adjust your radio um why are you having the defending stanley cup champions who are going to have this presentation the stanley cup is back in their building they're going to raise a banner why are you putting that on at 10 30 at night for the east coast that 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 is half the country who is not going to watch that, and that is something that you're. you're uh, are you watching a game while we're doing it? <laughs> no, I was sw- sw- swapping screens to pull up the schedule itself. Uh, I just don't under like you, you're cutting off half the country of watching that. Like I was saying, that's something that just the casual sports fan would want to see, and everybody in the East Coast is probably not going to watch that unless you are a diehard Vegas fan on the East Coast. You're getting cut off from that. Why not? If you're going to have a triple header, put them at the first time slot or better yet, do what the NFL does. One game, one game. They, they start their, their season on Thursday with the defending Super Bowl champion. Put them on their own time slot. Nobody else plays that day. Everybody focuses in on that. And then you can go have your triple header the next day. What, what are we doing here, man? Yeah. And that's what I was pulling up here before everything decided to start playing at once. <laughs> it's the NHL, like I love the sport. It's it's the greatest. It's it's why I'm here. But mm-hmm. why are we dropping the puck on a Tuesday night? Like you have like the New Jersey Devils and Red Wings don't play until Thursday. The Avalanche mm-hmm. play tonight. Why is everything so scattered? Like we were we're talking about that frozen frenzy and all 16 games all 32 teams it's such a big deal if you're not going to do the one game like make that bedard's debut against in the banner raising game you want to talk about hype off the charts 
that's yeah. that's where you need to go. Right. But why is why are you starting with Tampa Bay and Nashville? Like, no offense. Yeah, love well, Adam. exactly. Yeah, I love Locked On Predators. Great teams. But if I'm just anybody watching like Monday Night Football and I see an advertisement for that kicking off the season, forget about it. Yeah, I agree. Like, give me I the agree. give me the Stanley Cup champions. Remind me who won the Stanley Cup because guess what? We haven't heard a thing out of the NHL all off season. Not a yeah. single thing. It's been quiet. Remind me the league exists, and then tell me who the champion is, and then show me this Bedard kid. Yeah. That's game one. Yeah, do do that as as game one, and then you could have like, uh, for, for put that out. Like I said, I, I'd be fine with them just doing a solo game, Stanley Cup champion against whoever. The next day, half the league plays. The day after that, the other half the league plays, and then off you go. Because you don't want them all playing the second day, because then you're gonna have a lot of teams either doing back to backs or no games at all on the on the third day technically which you don't want that which they did last year remember that remember, remember like they had like a handful of games and then it was like the first saturday and there was nothing yep. it's like well, okay i guess we have no games and it's the start of the season it's just it, it continues to perplex me and here we go again yeah and the abs last year it was game one and then they had a back-to-back and it was just it was nothing it was yeah. just it's the, the nhl doesn't know what they're doing with like controlling the hype and building the hype and putting out the stories like nobody's going to stay up to see the Stanley cup champions unless you're in Vegas and the Bedard thing, it's kind of run its course in the first period and you're starting it yeah. with Tampa Bay, Nashville. There are no storylines there. No, it's not it's, even a rivalry. It's like, it's, what? It's very know. random. Well, away we go, I guess with the NHL season. And uh, let's <laughs> talk about the abs specifically. And, and, you know, there, there's a flow to a season, right? And over the past couple of years for the Avalanche, it seems to be injuries and they start to pick things up after the calendar changes to a new year. Do you think we'll have that again? Is that the just the MO of the Avalanche? Let's let, let's not really go to the injury thing. We've talked about the injury thing like so much. Uh, we, we know it's a thing for the Avs, but just ha- like just assuming like, you're relatively healthy, have these like dings here and there that's going to happen over the course of the season. But just in terms of like where they are in the standings as the year goes on, do they do what they've done the past couple of years where it's, they, they start to pick it up in January, February, or do you think you, we see kind of more like a, a consistent avalanche team all throughout the season? How do you just do what's your gut feeling? I know this is tough, tough to predict and it's just like our feelings on this, but what, what do you, what is your gut feeling on how it's going to go? I mean, Okay, let's. I I have this weird feeling, and this this was brought up yesterday in the comment section of YouTube. And yes, by the way, that is me that is popping in there. So hello, everyone in there. <laughs> Talking about chemistry and synergy between these lines. When you looked at the official announcement of the opening night roster, and you just in your head, just picture what those lines look like. How can this team constantly not build off that every single night? Like that top line is almost like a team itself. That second line almost has its own identity at this point without even playing an NHL shift together. The same thing for the third line. You don't need this avalanche team to rely so heavily on Nathan McKinnon and Miko Rantanen. They can relax and do their thing. And guess what? Rijo, he needs a little bit of a comeback year after the year he had last year. What better line to do it than on line two? 
Ross Colton, make a name for yourself in a Colorado Avalanche jersey. Miles Wood wanted to win. So did Thomas Tatar. Guess what? You're on a great line, line three. That's three lines that you can have line one kind of be cold. Line two and three can carry you. Right. The first two could be cold. That third line is still solid enough to honestly take care of half the teams in your division. If they are your line one, like you are so solid with this team. You're talking about like, usually when the calendar flips, this team gets hot. I think this is going to be a freight train all year long where it just doesn't stop. And with the acquisitions of like Caleb Jones and just how this defense is set up, there's, it's, it's a really solid team that even if the injury bug shows its ugly head, like it always does. You can just plug and play. I feel very confident in the construction of this roster that they could just constantly build no matter who's hot and cold. Yeah, I agree with you that, you know, the 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 guys that they brought in, um, well, we, we say like, you know, guys like Kale McCarr, Nathan McKinnon, like they don't need to play a lot in the preseason because they would only need like a game or so to really just get into that groove. And I think that's true. It's more true this year than it is, Last year, because like a lot of the guys you brought in are veterans. They're in that same – that, that's not true for Kale McCarr just because he's like a superstar or, or Nathan McKinnon just because he's a superstar. It's true because like it's how those guys are built. They're, they're veterans. Not that Kale McCarr is as much as a veteran as like Ryan Johansson or something like that. But for someone like Ryan Johansson, it's less about needing like as many reps in preseason anymore. It Now it's just getting comfortable with your line mates. Yep. And I don't think that's going to take like super long to figure out. I think, you know, you're, you're going to have, that's why the first game is going to be interesting. I, those first games are always interesting. They never go the way that you think it's going to go. Uh, usually there's a little bit more scoring than normal because goalies are getting into the flow of the season too. But I think you're right. I think like, you know, all these guys that they brought in are veterans and they know how to play the game. They know how to adjust well. So once you get over that very short, period of all right let's we're figuring this out man i i I kind of agree man i think it's like a way they go and i think you're just going to get a more consistent avalanche team i don't think you're going to have that what was that was that a seven game losing streak that they had right around christmas time last year i don't i mean you're going to have losing streaks right You, you might have a three or four game losing streak I can't, I can't picture that. I can't picture another seven, eight game losing streak for this team and then needing to kick it into high gear come January or February. I think they're just a, a you know, again, health is obviously the main thing here. Um, but yeah, I think from beginning to end, this is going to be a, a fun season um, if you're an Avs fan because they are. They're, they're pretty, they're pretty well stocked. I think it's like true with any team. If you have a lot of injuries, you're dipping into, you know, prospects and things like that. You don't want to do that. You don't want to make a habit of that. The Avs did that last year. Um, and you don't want that. You don't want a repeat of that. Right. Um, I asked our, our people over on subtext, what do you think of the, the Avs in terms of uh, standings? Um, and we got our man Vargar who says they're going to be second in the central with 110 points. So 110 is solid. So he's thinking Dallas. I'm assuming he's thinking Dallas is going to have uh, even, which a lot of people think that Dallas is, you know, we've said it's between Dallas and, and the avalanche. Um, so he's thinking Dallas is going to be more than 110, which is definitely possible. Um, Easton 
also agrees with Vargar, saying 110 points, second in the division by a game. I think. Oh, I think they are. Uh, so I think they are going to be extremely motivated to compete and win as many as they can. But when push comes to shove, I think that they will do more in their power to conserve health and load management. There's a word we don't use all the time Ooh. in NHL circles um, at the end of the season to get into the playoffs even more healthy and angry for not getting a true title defense. Load management, I, that, that's a bad phrase in, in NHL circles. Uh, we'll see if that happens. I mean, may, maybe if if you're locked into a, a position, maybe they pull the brakes on a couple guys for a, a couple games. But you're not going to get this all throughout the season. Like that's not that's not going to happen. Especially but, if Nathan McKinnon's in the heart conversation. Right. Right. Yep. Um, and then Tanya, she says 107 points in first place. There you go, Tanya. So, so she thinks Dallas might falter a little bit, and 107 is all it's going to take to win the division. We will get to our Stanley Cup predictions, and we are going to do that next, sir. So stay tuned for that. But first, we are going to hear from Jace Medical, and everyone should be empowered to care for themselves and their loved ones during the unexpected. That's why Jace Medical offers the Jace case. The Jace case provides five life-saving antibiotics for emergency use and gives you a peace of mind so that you are not just hoping that you have access to medication in an emergency. Jace Medical makes sure you have the medication in hand. And it's very simple to use on their website. They handle everything from the online evaluation to licensed pharmacy medication delivery and ongoing consultation and care. Don't get caught unprepared and you can get $20 off of these life-saving antibiotics today from Jace Medical by using the promo code locked on at checkout at jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E medical.com. Go check them out. Have you ever seen an NHL player get off a team bus and think to yourself, gosh, I wish I could dress that nice? Well, with Indochino, you can. Indochino makes fully customized suits that don't require a trip to the tailor to get that perfect fit. Recently, I was shopping for a new dress shirt for my upcoming wedding, and when I decided to go with the Hyde Herringbone shirt, I was blown away at all the customization options I had. I could change the type of collar, cuffs, and even decide whether or not I wanted a chest pocket, all while being incredibly affordable, especially given the quality of the product I was getting. New colors, fabrics, and outerwear styles are added regularly too, so it's easy to create your next look. Level up your game with Indochino. Go to Indochino.com and use code NHL to get 10% off any purchase of $399 or more. That's 10% off at INDOCHINO.com with code NHL. All right. The time is here, sir. Uh, we are all right, stretch here. Let's get some stretches in and uh, give our Stanley Cup predictions, which we are locked into. And you cannot change them throughout the course of the entirety of the season. Lay it on me. What do you got? This is going to be the ideal. Stanley Cup for me and my family. It is going to be perfect, and it is going to be a seven-game Stanley Cup between the brand-new, scrappy New Jersey Devils 
and your Colorado Avalanche. And who wins that in Game 7? Might I? I am saying it now, and I'm saying it, I think, probably the most boldly I've ever said it as a Colorado Avalanche fan. They're going to get the cup this year. Okay. All right. I, I, I mean, when you look at roster construction, yeah. I mean, how they got bounced last year, and New Jersey is going to be, it's going to be nice that they make it, but this is their first time really dancing in the postseason. And the Avalanche, this is this is their vacation home in the playoffs, in the postseason. <laughs> they're very comfortable, and they're veterans. I think that's the, the thing they've been missing, mm-hmm. and I think that's the thing that pushes them back over the top. Uh, the funny thing, I, I thought I'd be seeing a lot more people picking New Jersey to at least go. Yeah, not to win. It's very tough to just say like who's you know going to win it, but um, and maybe that's just shows you how difficult the East can be, right? There's a handful of teams that you can pick from there. Um, but I, I did. I just thought going into like prediction season, I'd see a lot. I'm seeing some, but I, you just see you know so many different teams that can come out of the East, um, which is why where I'm going here might raise some eyebrows. And and let me preface this by saying. We all love to like tout hockey and how, you know, from top to bottom, like any given team can be any given team. The parody is like unmatched in other sports. And but when it comes to like Stanley Cup prediction time and playoff time, we all go to who who's like the best teams. Very rarely do anybody really pick like a seven or eight seed to go to a Stanley Cup final. Right. I mean, it's it's always, yeah, we want to say that there's parity, but when it comes to playoff time, it's like, oh, the best teams, I'm going to pick them. I'm not going to do that this time, sir. I, I am at, I am going to pick, I'm going to go with the Avalanche. I, I, and I genuinely think the Avalanche can make it. I'm not just saying that because we, we host the show. Sure, that helps. Um, but I, I think they can definitely make it. And the team I'm going to pick for them to go up against is the Pittsburgh Penguins. Wow. And and the reason I feel that way, I, f- I definitely feel like Pittsburgh is, it can make the playoffs again. I think they are angry that they missed it for the first time mm-hmm. since 2005. Um, Crosby is mad that he, it's the first time he ever missed it. Um, so you have that aspect of it. And the other aspect of it that I really like is the Kyle Dubas situation. Yeah. He is now their GM. That guy makes moves. And you can just look at their offseason that they had leading up to the start of this season he made moves and if you think he's done you're crazy mm-hmm. so he will monitor this as the season goes on and come trade deadline time guy is going to make some more moves to make that team a little bit better and that's all you need to do you just got to get into the playoffs and then anything is possible we say that all the time and i am throwing that out there now as my pick because I think the Pittsburgh Penguins can get into the playoffs, and I think they'll make some moves at the trade deadline that will make them better, because you have Kyle Dubas, who will not let that happen, of, of them not making any moves. He will make very sound moves, and Pittsburgh is going to make a run. Crazy, I know. And then you have the McKinnon-Crosby factor for your Stanley Cup final, and it's going to be the highest uh, watched finals in I don't know how many years. There you go. That would be incredible. And uh, you saying that, I immediately think that means there has to be a Pittsburgh-Toronto playoff matchup somewhere in there. 
mm-hmm. and that's going to get heated. That's going to be fun. Yeah, and uh, the other, the, well, I mean, it's a, it's the playoffs. It's always fun. And uh, you know what else I'm going to say about all of this is because you said seven games. I will never again pick any series to go anything less than seven games because uh, my the the the, la- the Seattle one when we did the crossover uh, with Seattle Kraken, uh, I picked Avalanche in five. That was dumb. And I will ne- every single pick I ever do from here on out is going to be a seven game series, just because. I'm not playing that game anymore. <laughs> All right, uh, throw your Stanley Cup prediction in the comments section. Uh, if you think I'm crazy, please fire away at that too. But hey, look at what Florida did last year. Look at what they did. So anything is possible. Um, All right, that's going to wrap it up, everybody. We will be back tomorrow, and we will be talking game one of the Colorado Avalanche hockey season. Hopefully it's a fine win. You want to get off on that victory note. So make sure to tune in tomorrow. And uh, definitely sign up for our subtext, too, because we're going to be getting predictions and stuff like that from uh, our friends over there. All right, everyone, that's going to wrap it up. Thank you for tuning in, making it your first listen of the day. That is always appreciated. He is Mr. Shaggy Von Doom, Kyle Sullivan. I am Chris Selly. This is the Locked On Avalanche Podcast. Enjoy the game, and we'll see you tomorrow. Go, Abs, go! Gil Martin here, host of the Locked On NHL podcast. Join me every Monday for the three biggest stories from across the NHL, including how newly traded players are fitting in around the league. Check out the Locked On NHL podcast every Monday, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts.